This podcast is brought to you by the Village of Bedford Park, your home for business. Over 450 businesses strong and growing with a safe, reliable Lake Michigan water supply. Visit VOBPBiz.com and bring your business home to the Village of Bedford Park. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's 12.03, Friday afternoon, November 18th. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. I'm Rob Hart. The Noon Business Hour is presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Some popular dating sites are seeing an increase in subscribers. We'll cover that in our next segment. But right now, the report on leading indicators for October is out, along with the latest numbers on home sales. Let's discuss the fresh data with Bob Bruska, Chief Economist, Fact and Opinion Economics, based in New York. Thanks for joining us today, Bob. Let's start with home sales uh, falling once again for the ninth straight month in October. And it sounds like those uh, higher mortgage rates still taking their toll. Yeah, yeah, they do that, don't they? Yeah, we've got declines in all the major regions across the country. And um, and it's still a pretty severe set of declines, Um and we probably have more interest rate hikes ahead of us. I don't know if it's going to impact the mortgage market that much more, but uh, certainly the Federal Reserve has more rate hikes to do, and Federal Reserve officials are trying to prepare the markets for it. Meanwhile, markets only want to – I just think that's interesting. You know, you get a report on what Susan Collins says about the Fed not being ready to uh, to stop raising rates, and she has to finish her report with saying markets are looking for the Fed to cut rates by the end of 2023. You know, they only want to talk about when the Fed's going to cut rates. Nobody wants to think about what's going to happen between now and then. Well, I mean, it, 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 in some ways, though, it also seems counterintuitive because uh, the cost of shelter is one of the things driving inflation. And if mortgage rates uh, uh, make the housing market uh, very uh, a place you don't want to be at, uh, then you're not going to build new homes to address that uh, that that lack of supply that's driving uh, shelter costs to begin with. Oh, yeah. Well, there's no doubt that there's some feedback effect from raising rates, that raising rates causes some costs to go up, and that in turn causes inflation to be a little bit higher. But uh, that's not the principal thing that's going on here. You know, uh, even if you take the shelter costs out, you have pretty high and embedded inflation, and you have a problem that the Fed needs to deal with. And, and this is the thing, is that from the very start, you know, the Federal Reserve denied that we had an inflation problem. And people want to look at all these 75 basis point rate hikes and say, oh my God, look at all these rate hikes that they get. This is unprecedented. I'm going to go back and say, hey, the inflation rate went from under 2% to over 8%. It took about a year for that to happen. And the Fed did nothing, nothing. That's what was unprecedented. The central bank can't sit there and let that happen to inflation and then go, oh my goodness, and then think it can catch up. Um, that's the problem, and uh, that's what we're trying to deal with now. And both things are true. Oh, yeah, the rate hikes have been severe, and there's been a lot of them, but there's still more to do because the Fed waited so very long to get going. You know, you might be the fastest guy in the race, but if you let people get three-quarters of the way through the course before you start, you still may may finish last. 
And the big debate or the big question of 2022 is, are we or aren't we in a recession? And you could, there's a good argument can be made for both. And uh, leading economic indicators uh, definitely uh, are, are a feather in the cap of the we are in a recession side. Uh, well, you know, um, I don't want to get in an argument with you, but no. <laughs> uh, there's no, no, no debate whatsoever. We're not in a recession. Uh the economy is growing. GDP in the fourth quarter is going to grow at four, over 4%. Uh, the unemployment rate is barely up from its lows. It was 3.5. It's ticked up to 3.7. I do believe we're headed for recession, but uh, we're not there now. This is not an economy in recession. This is still a pretty strong economy. Bob Bruska, Chief Economist, Fact and Opinion Economics, based in New York. Thanks for joining us. Coming up, a look at the rising cost of dating. Your best stock option. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. People who date a lot and expensively can be financially risky. Let's discuss that with Tony Orgoric, founder of Orgoric Wealth Management based in Buffalo. Uh, Tony, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Tony, I've been married for 11 years and uh, I started dating my wife. Uh, it'll be 14 years ago in February. So I've been out of the game for a very long time. And uh, what is it like today uh, in terms of, of going out on dates? You know, do you go to a bar? Do you go to a restaurant? Or do you let the app do it for you? Well, I think, uh, Rob, the app uh, does a lot of it, but bottom line is the rubber's going to have to meet the road at some point, and you are going to have to uh, meet someone. And, you know, one of the issues is uh, if you're trying to, you know, use some flash uh, to attract someone, one of, the, one of the problems with that is if you find someone who's attracted by flash, there's always going to be another guy who's got more flash than you do. So... Uh, the idea that you're going to spend most of your check trying to impress someone, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, may ring hollow for a lot of people. And, you know, again, it keeps you from putting any money away for your future. And, you know, you're not always going to be young and beautiful, I can tell you that. And, and in some respects, you know, that's a tale as old as time. I mean, you, you go back uh, through the decades, through the centuries, uh, people spending beyond their means uh, to look flashy to a member of the opposite sex or a member of the same sex. And, 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 and how can you fight that natural urge? Well, I think, I think there are a couple of things you can do. Uh, the first is, you know, you, you pay yourself first. So if you're putting 10% of your money away in a Roth IRA, let's say, for, uh, you know, for retirement or your 401k, you know, to get a match at work, that money's gone. And then whatever you have left, you know, if you want to be spending that on some stuff, well, that's great. But paying yourself first, I think, makes a whole lot of sense. And then second, uh, you know, the idea is if you're looking for someone who, uh, you, you know, you hope to have a longer term relationship with, um, you know, you're looking for different types of qualities or things uh, rather than, you know, just a flash, which means uh, I've got an expensive car. I've got an expensive wardrobe. Uh, I can offer you a lifestyle. I mean, I don't know, Rob, that that either of us, any of us uh, would be interested in somebody who just looks at us as a meal ticket you know, rather than someone uh, who has a genuine interest in us and, you know, has an interest in sharing a lot of things that we, you know, have in common. 
Now, there's another thing that really is now just a part of the dating scene that was uh, less so, you know, in in the in the 2000s and before that, and that is uh, these dating apps, uh, Tinder, Hinge, Match, so on and so forth. Um, you mm-hmm. do have to pay a subscription fee, but in the end, that could be financially advantageous for you because uh, you're not wasting as much time and money on dates that go nowhere. Well, you know, I think that, you know, that can make sense. However, really what you're going to want to know, too, is how much college debt is somebody carrying? How much credit card debt are they carrying? How much of a car loan or a lease are they carrying? And, you know, if you get involved with someone, like it or not, you're also involved with their financial situation. And on the surface, they may look great. But understand, when you use credit rob, really what you're doing is you're, 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 you're pulling you know, future spending into the present. And if you've got someone who's got issues in that regard, that can be a real wake-up call. And I would imagine also, Tony, uh, in in Buffalo this weekend, uh, if you really want to impress somebody at some of the uh, ritziest uh, restaurants in town, uh, with 70 inches of snow, you could probably get a table. I'll tell you what, Rob, the way you impress people is to say, you know, I've got a big ass snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure you say snowblower too. Tony Ogorek, founder of Agoric Wealth Management based in Buffalo. Thanks for joining us today. Coming up next, today is Witching Day with contracts on options expiring. We'll explain. Lunch money for all generations. This is the WBBM Noon Business Hour. It's Option Expiration Day, also known as Witching Day. Many investors have often heard the term but aren't quite sure what it means and how it impacts the markets. Joining us now with an explanation is Mark Hulbert, investment columnist for the Wall Street Journal, Barron's, and MarketWatch.com, based in Washington. Mark, thanks for joining us today. What is Witching Day, besides a song that Don Henley could have written if he was a stockbroker? <laughs> oh, that's a great line. I, uh, it turns out it has to do with the many different ways in which you can get into a stock or sell a stock. And it turns out that we tend to think, well, you go out and buy a stock or you sell a stock short and so forth. That's the way to do it. But it turns out the derivatives markets, which is a market we hear a lot about, but it's just different ways of getting into or out of stocks. And you have options and you have futures. You now have options on futures. It becomes it just you know the mind starts spinning, trying to think of all the different ways in which you can uh, try to get exposure to the stock market. And what witching refers to are the days in which some of those contracts expire. And today is one of them. And so when those options expire, those futures expire, or the options on futures, what happens is that you have to have a lot of cross transactions to try to settle the books because as of four o'clock close today, all everything has to settle. And you have markets in Chicago, you have markets in New York and so forth around the world. And all those individual contracts have to match and clear in a banking sort of way. And that's what causes the volatility on days like today. And the reason it's important is just to know that there's probably going to be a huge amount of volatility on these days, especially there's four times a year called triple witching, which is when an excess number of these contracts all come 
come to bear. The last one was in December, excuse me, in September, and there'll be another one in December. But that is my quick summary. Hopefully I haven't confused people more than <laughs> they were already. How many days, because we do, uh, we, we, we read the, 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 the Dow, NASDAQ, and S&P numbers every 10 minutes on, on our station uh, while the markets are open. And how many days out of the month or out of the year when uh, the stock market report is an actual barometer of economic activity? And then how many days are just merely reflections of technical events like a witching day? Well, you know, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'll say almost all of them are <laughs> a reflection of some of those la- the latter factors rather than a-, a barometer on the economy. It turns out that, unfortunately, over the short term, and the short term can last longer than you think, it turns out that the, the stock market is uh, is merely a reflection of a lot of these technical factors. It has to do with, uh, you know, whether somebody likes or doesn't like a particular piece of uh, of news that may or may not have anything to do with the uh, with, with the economy. We talked recently. You may recall about what happens uh, during the World Cup. It turns out that stock markets of countries whose teams are eliminated from the World Cup, their stock markets perform less well than average on those days. And of course, that has nothing to do with the the economy or the, any fundamental value of the corporations involved. But nonetheless, it can affect the stock market. So I think over the short term, the stock market almost in entirely is is statistical noise which is a rather sobering thought because we spend our time and you know it's my career is to try to make sense of what's going on and to realize that in fact most of it may be just statistical noise mark hulbert investment columnist for the wall street journal barons and marketwatch.com based in washington thanks for joining us i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't Actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Chicago's News Traffic and Weather Station, News Radio 105.9. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. Good afternoon. I'm Rob Hart. These are the top stories on News Radio WBBM. This is Mike Krauser. Chicago's holiday traditions return with the skating rinks open and the tree lighting ceremony here in Millennium Park. What could be a historic snowstorm is engulfing western New York State. It's Entrepreneur Friday. We meet the founder of a Chicago company that's helping to light up the holidays, and legal betting will be a big part of this year's Soccer World Cup. WBBM Business. The markets are mixed. The Dow is up 111 points. The Nasdaq is down 33. The S&P 500 is up 5.5. AccuWeather says blustery and brutally cold today with clouds. Some breaks of sunshine, a few flurries. Temperatures steady between 25 and 29 degrees. Wind chills in the single digits and teens. Right now in Chicago, we have 26 at O'Hare with snow flurries. 26 at Midway. Snow flurries at the lakefront. We have 27 degrees. And that's 1231, topping our news at the the half hour. Uh, Chicago getting festive today with the downtown skating rinks opening and the holiday tree lighting ceremony taking place in Millennium Park. The latest from WBBM's Mike Krauser. 
We're at the skating rink in Millennium Park, as you can hear, with Ann Hickey, the Deputy Commissioner of Cultural Affairs and Special Events. Big day for special events today. It is. Uh, so we officially kick off the city's holiday season with the lighting of the 109th annual City of Chicago Christmas tree brought to you by Powering Chicago. There's so much going on in starting today. We've actually also got the holiday art market, which features more than 30 local artisans, so you can get your holiday shopping early. We also ran into Dreezy Claus here, Chicago's colorful black Santa. It is basically my Super Bowl. I love it. I love the energy. I love uh, what it means for the families. I mean, for, for the kids. When Dreezy isn't being Dreezy, he works in childhood behavior intervention as Andre Russell. That's the story from Millennium Park. A large swath of New York State being buried in snow. Details from WCBS radio meteorologist Craig Allen. This is going to turn out to be an epic snowfall for the western sections of New York State. The way the snow bands are setting up right now, a long trajectory across both Lake Erie and Lake Ontario is going to bring massive amounts of snow, and it's not going to take too many days to total up to two, three, four feet or more in some sections of western New York State. The storm has prompted the NFL to move the Buffalo Bills game against the Cleveland Browns to Detroit. It's 12.32 as the noon business hour continues, presented by the Village of Bedford Park. Markets are mixed today. We're joined by Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director with Clearstone advisors based in New York. Jim, thanks for joining us this afternoon. The uh, market activity uh, for the next two and a half hours, whatever happens between now and three o'clock central time, can that be explained simply by the fact that today is a witching day? Yes, I don't think there's going to be any news between now and the the close that's really going to fundamentally affect uh, people's assessment of the economy, profits, or, or interest rates. So the market is sort of acting on its own with the expiration. And of course, during periods like this, the computers really take control of the markets and the algorithms. So I wouldn't pay too much attention to, to the rest of the trading day today. And we do have uh, some pieces of data this morning. Uh, the index of leading economic indicators down once again. And uh, if you are on the side of the ledger that says we are in a recession, uh, that does help bolster your cause. But uh, there are a lot of other people saying, well, if you look at uh, employment and you look at the fact that people are still willing to spend, we're not in a recession. Yeah, the data this week was was very mixed. Uh, retail, nominal retail sales were fine. Several retailers uh, indicated that uh, the consumer was holding up, uh, while other retailers said they're seeing the consumers really struggling. Uh, and so the, the, the data was inconclusive this week. And, and I'll tell you why, because you still have some strength from the residual savings of the stimulus and pent-up demand that people have had from the pandemic. On the other hand, you're starting to get the restraint of all these federal interest rate increases, which, which uh, uh, affect the economy with a lag. So every day there's more and more of an effect, and you're seeing it in housing, you're seeing it in very interest rate-sensitive uh, sectors. So uh, I think as we draw a close to, to this week, we say some pluses, some minuses, no major conclusion. You can't validate either the bulls or the bears yet based on what we see. But you'd have to guess that as we work our way through, these interest rate increases will continue to have a negative effect on the economy. When you read these stories about investor sentiment, especially concerns about uh, the, the pace and the height of uh, more interest rate hikes in the future, I cannot help but think of the song That's Life from Frank Sinatra, that every time investors get spooked about the possibility of, of higher interest rate hikes and that maybe the tapering won't begin or the pivot is off in the future, uh, they pick themselves up and get back in the race. And uh, it seems like that happened a little bit today. 
Well, that's happening because you have not yet had a major uh, decline in the estimates for 2023 profits. That the current economy is still good enough to sustain stock prices. Current estimates for next year are enough to sustain stock prices. The risk is that as these interest rate increases work their way through the economy, the current situation around Christmas will be weaker and people will lower their estimates for uh, next year. So, yes, you're right. That has been the case so far, but I'm not sure that that's going to continue to be the case over coming months. I'm uh, I, like like a lot of other people. I can't believe that Thanksgiving is next Thursday, but that means uh, the the Monday or Tuesday after Thanksgiving, uh, we're going to start getting some estimates on uh, shopper activity for Black Friday. And uh, how much of a market mover will those estimates be? Well, it'll be the first indication of the holiday season. Uh, and and uh, uh, the market will take note of it, but it will also understand that we're going to roll right into the uh, the Christmas season in a few weeks, and that's far more important. So it, it it is something to note. I don't think it'll move the markets in a major way. We have to see what retailers say as we get into the heat of the holiday season, and then, of course, in January, as we start to get uh, uh, fourth quarter earnings results and forward-looking guidance, that'll tell us what really happened in the fourth quarter. Jim Awad, Senior Managing Director with ClearSet Advisors based in New York. Thanks for joining us today. Credit, debit, and totally free. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. It's Entrepreneur Friday. Tis the season to decorate, and our guest specializes in it. We welcome in Kelly Fitzsimmons, founder of Light Up Your Holidays. This is now, uh, I believe, your 22nd holiday season of decorating homes and businesses across the Chicago area. Kelly, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, and happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays, and uh, like <laughs> a lot of other people, I'm going to go into the crawl space next week and get out all of the uh, holiday decorations, the stuff for the tree, the stockings, and then there's a big bin labeled lights, and the last time I saw that bin uh, was sometime in January after I put it away, and uh, it's an annual tradition for me, at least, is to curse myself for my poor organization putting everything away in January, and I would imagine that's a, it's a common feeling among a lot of people, and you saw that as a business opportunity. Absolutely. You and thousands have the horror of unraveling their own lights, but I encourage you to do so because we need to celebrate with lights because it certainly makes people happy or simply call a professional. We make it so much easier and, and, to actually do the installation and the removal. When did you begin? Um, how did this business begin? And you started in 2000. You've been doing this since 2001. And uh, what, what was your first uh, home or business uh, that you professionally decorated? It was pretty funny. I'd actually met an electrician who'd been decorating for 14 years, and he became my mentor. And I knew that I was supposed to do this business, divinely inspired. I went out in my car, dropped off flyers, and 35 clients later, I had to learn and figure out what to do. And he mentored me over the phone every day. I swear I did cry every day. It was totally contract work. You have to run power. Uh, you know, this was in the days of incandescent lights. It was challenging, but for some reason, I did not give up. And I would say that's the most important thing to tell anybody who's launching a business is to never give up and to continue with the dream. 22 years later, I'm decorating restaurants and gorgeous homes, and I have like the signature look that's classic, beautiful, elegant, and clients are really proud to show off their holiday home. 
Now, for uh, big displays, it begins at $2,500, so it's not necessarily, uh, uh, it's not cheap, as it were, but at the same time, you got to ask yourself, you know, what's your time worth, and that a really big display uh, could take two or three days to set up, and all of a sudden, you know, that makes a lot of sense. You know, the other question, too, is do you want to risk going up on a ladder? My clients literally tell me that I save lives and marriages. No more bickering about who's putting the lights up or taking them down. But also you're not risking, even on a stepladder, potentially falling, twisting something. Because I always say, you're the CEO, CFO of your business or of your family, and we don't want to risk that position. So let the experts who know how to climb up and down 40-foot-plus ladders to put up the displays so that you can simply enjoy them and be safe and help your children have amazing, magical holiday memories. Now, as Actually, so- it's your whole neighborhood. As someone who does this professionally and has done it for a long time, uh, when you watch that scene in Christmas Vacation where Clark Griswold is putting up his uh, vulgar lights display and he's falling off the roof and the ladder's <laughs> falling down and the debris is being shot through the neighbor's window, how do you watch that scene versus this, the general public? Well, I hope that everybody watches that scene and then picks up the phone and calls me because they realize the risk or the disaster, the visual disaster that they could create. Um, but I also hope that everybody remembers this, the, the fun of it all, because that's truly what it's about, is creating these smiles, these good memories, these feelings. And everybody just feels better when they see lights when they're driving down their street. So if you're doing it yourself or hiring a professional, lights make people smile. Kelly Fitzsimmons, founder of Light Up Your Holidays, based in Chicago. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Still to come, betting is heating up ahead of the Soccer World Cup. Cashing in with conversation. The WBBM Noon Business Hour continues. The Soccer World Cup opens in Qatar on Sunday, and for the first time, many Americans will be placing legal bets on the games. We're joined by Ian Joy, former pro footballer and host of Stoppage Time with Ian Joy, based in New York. Ian, thanks for joining us today. Uh, Americans can now legally place bets on World Cup action, and what can they expect uh, if they wager on the tournament? Well, thanks for having me. They can certainly expect the unexpected when it comes to Qatar World Cup 2022. It is a difficult World Cup. It's played now in the winter for the first time ever, which is unusual. However, because of the weather conditions, they had to move it to the winter. This is going to be, I think, a tournament that will be favored by the South American teams. Brazil are obviously favorites right now at plus 350. I wouldn't mind having a little wager on Argentina as well at plus 550 with Lionel Messi in the ranks shooting for the golden boot, Argentina might just be the team to beat. What's the action like uh, to bet on the World Cup? It sounds like it's, it's fast and furious. And, uh, you know, for Americans who are in this for the first time, uh, what's, what's that feeling like as you're in the thick of it? It's very difficult to describe the feeling. Obviously, many Americans have betted on sports before. Watching the games is a completely different feeling when you have a little wager on the game. And the World Cup is unique. It's a tournament that happens every single day over the course of four weeks, and eventually you have a winner. So to go from group stages into the knockout rounds, trying to pick teams to get out of the group. There's a bit of money to be made there. Then you've got the knockout stage where I believe the money line will be favorable. And of course, you have the competitions, the future competitions when it has who's going to be the outright winner, who's going to make it to the final, and who's going to win that golden boot. This is a tournament like no other. It is the most watched sporting event in the world of sports. The World Cup is where it's at. 
in America, the uh, uh, the biggest sports betting days of the year typically are, are Super Bowl Sunday and then uh, the beginning of the uh, NCAA college basketball tournament in March. Big days for casinos, for sports books, and for the states that uh, derive tax revenue from that. Is the World Cup, as far as casinos around the world is concerned, is that like the biggest uh, betting event of their uh, every four years? Yes. Every four years, you're going to see people congregate and watch games live on screen. Live betting is also where it's at, especially now in North America. You're starting to recognize people can bet, and obviously, I obviously advise bet responsibly as well when it comes to these live games. I think it's a great feeling for a lot of people to go to a casino. It's a great feeling for people to sit at home and do it from your mobile device now, which is unique and something completely new to many Americans out there. But this is the competition. If you're waiting to bet on soccer, you do not want to miss out on this opportunity. It only comes around once every four years. The next competition in 26 will be in the United States of America. And this one is unpredictable. It's taking place in Qatar, in the heat, in the desert. It's going to be fun. Ian Joy, former pro footballer, host of Stoppage Time with Ian Joy, based in New York. Thanks for joining us today. If you missed any part of the show, you can go to our stream and just skip back to the time you want. There's also a pause and rewind function. It works both online and with the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.